stories on coronavirus slowly occupied our minds, Twitter flooded with quarantine videos from Europe. Italians sang from balconies, cheering each other through tough times. They even alerted the world to step up social distancing measures in order to fight the novel coronavirus. Within a span of a few weeks, public land turned into mass graves, cities became ghost towns, and the world slowly entered into a new era. Because of all we've done, the risk to the American people remains very low. We have the greatest experts in the world, really in the world, right here. The U.S. brought to light the missiled assumptions one had about the country. The staggering death rate in the U.S. proved that all that shines is not gold. U.S.'s power, politics, and technology were not enough to fight a virus. They should have never let this happen. So I make a great trade deal, and now I say, it just doesn't feel the same to me. The ink was barely dry, and the plague came over, and it doesn't feel the same to me. A virus that shocked every single country is leading to historically significant global changes. From reverse globalization to large wealth gaps, from surge in internet usage to misuse of privacy, from disrupted markets to incompetent governments, from a digital way of life to a worldwide humanitarian crisis, the coronavirus pandemic is a world-shattering event whose far-reaching consequences we can only begin to imagine. And India, the world's largest democracy and the second most populated country after China, will play a crucial role depending upon how it manages the crisis. You are listening to the fourth estate. Janta curfew, yani Janta ke liye, Janta dwara, khud par lagaya gaya curfew. What started as a harmless Janta curfew has now turned into a nationwide migrant crisis. As India contemplated its move in secrecy, garbed in thoughtless Sunday tasks, infections surged and many were left confused. It was four hours before one of the world's strictest lockdown was announced on 24th March. The center invoked the Disaster Management Act 2005 to announce uniform lockdown across the country. Aaj raat 12 baje se garon se bahar nikalne par puri tarah pabandi lagai ja rahi hai. For the privileged, the lockdown was an easy one. For the underprivileged, it was all confusion. The latter mainly comprise of the urban poor or migrant workers. These are children, pregnant mothers, old and young, men and women, all bearing the brunt of the deadly virus and an unplanned and poorly implemented nationwide lockdown. And that's not all. There were news reports of migrants being sprayed with bleach and police punishing those who were on their way home. Other reports showed doctors and hospital management, scared of being infected, turned away patients in need of care. Some are also not getting free food, grains and gas cylinders due to loopholes in the process. I spoke to Sanjay who recently lost his job as a cleaner at the municipal corporation. In this season, I was working as the lockdown leaves over a hundred million jobless, state governments prepare to attract foreign companies, offering India as a manufacturing alternative to China. The crucial factor here is labor. India has one of the cheapest and most exploited labor forces in the world. 
the three big BJP rural states, Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh announced significant labor reforms allowing businesses to hire and fire among host of other measures to incentivize economic activity. The way the crisis is unfolding is an example of how politicians see migrants. Many are registered to vote in their village, but when election day comes, they are usually in the city where they work and unable to vote. They somehow make their daily ends meet. They work in various sectors like construction, textiles, small-scale industry, rickshaw pulling, domestic work, security services, sex work, small hotels, roadside restaurant, and street vending. Data shows internal migrant laborers, most of them in the informal sector, contribute to nearly 10% of India's GDP. As India plans to reboot, the ongoing migrant crisis may present significant long-term risks to the macro-business environment. 20 lakh crore rupee ka sambal milega, support milega. On 12th May, Prime Minister Narendra Modi pledged 20 lakh crore rupees economic relief with a vision to become Atmanirbhar or self-reliant. According to the government, the relief package is 10% of GDP. Stressing on the fact that the government is conscious about the migrant crisis, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman spoke about a slew of long-term measures which are in the pipeline aimed at alleviating the distress among labourers. These include a change in the definition of inter-migrant worker, mandatory insurance coverage for workers in hazardous industries, welfare benefits, etc. So let's break down what all measures the government has taken for migrant workers. The key takeaway from the relief package for the urban poor, which includes migrants, is the launch of national portability cards. National portability, which is now being defined as one nation, one ration card, will be implemented and by August 2020, which is another three months, within three months, 67 crore beneficiaries in 23 states, which means 83% of all the previous population will get covered by this. Presently, every ration card is linked to a fair price shop in a particular locality. The family can buy their supply of food grains from the designated fair price shop. The One Nation One Ration system will make the process digitized through national portability cards operational throughout the country. For instance, if a migrant lives in Karnataka, but a family lives in a different part of the country, both will be able to buy their share of food grains through the portability cards. Therefore, once the One Nation One Ration card system becomes operational, Beneficiaries will be able to buy subsidized food grains from any fair price shop across the country. The new system is based on a technological solution. It will identify a beneficiary through biometric authentication on electronic point of sale devices installed at the fair price shops. The portability is scheduled to be completed by March next year. But what about migrants who don't have ration cards? Those who don't come under the public distribution system will be provided 5 kilograms of rice or wheat and 1 kilogram of chana per family per month for 2 months. Basically, this is an extension to the 1.7 lakh crore rupees relief package under the PM Garib Kalyan Yojana, which was announced during the end of March. Under the package, the government released free food grains, cash transfers and withdrawals from Provident Funds till June. Now, as per the new announcement, free food grains will be provided till August. The measure is expected to cost the government 3500 crore rupees and 8 crore migrants are expected to benefit from this. The government also announced working capital loans of up to 10,000 rupees for street vendors to restart their businesses. The scheme is expected to roll out in a month and this will provide liquidity of 5000 crore rupees by the government. The centre will soon provide affordable renting housing complexes for the urban poor. 
government-funded houses in cities will be converted into affordable renting housing complexes under public-private partnership mode. Manufacturing units, industries and institutions will be incentivized to develop affordable renting housing complexes on their private land. The government announced its highest ever allocation of more than 1 lakh crore rupees to the Mahatma Gandhi Rural Employment Guarantee Scheme, which will boost employment opportunities in villages. This is a good move as those who don't want to return to cities can find work in villages. However, the One Nation One Russian Card Scheme is a targeted investment in the health system for a long-term horizon because the digitization process may take a while. The Public Distribution System, or PDS, already has several gaps. According to PRS, a non-profit think tank on Indian policies shows that the PDS suffers from nearly 61% error of exclusion and 25% inclusion of beneficiaries. Short-term interventions like putting money directly into the pockets in the form of higher cash transfers may help address immediate concerns. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please send feedback at estatethefort at the rate gmail.com.